0: Hi everyone, this is Katherine Adams And Elizabeth Wallace, and you're listening to Binary System Podcast number 130 And tonight we're recapping Welcome to Night Vale number 129, A Matter of Blood Part 3 And the description says the battle for Dana's soul concludes, and I thought, that's a pretty fast wrap-up on this storyline, isn't it? I should say so, yeah. Before they start with the episode that they had an announcement, and I do think this is kind of hilarious, there is going to be another Night Vale podcast, because they make a new one every week, it feels like, but this one sounds kind of (laughs) familiar. It is called Good Morning, Night Vale, and it is going to be a Welcome to Night Vale recap podcast, and you know what? (laughs) I wondered about that whether we should really announce our own competition there. But since it's being done by the actual Night Vale people, I think we kind of have to. You know what would be hilarious if we started doing recaps of the recap podcast? We have to do that at least one time. <laughs> it's Recapception. But yeah, and they're actually starting from the very beginning. And you and I started our recaps way before we started calling this Binary System. But I think we started somewhere around the 60th episode. Something like that. Do you realize if they recap one episode, a week like they're planning, it's going to take them a year to get caught up to where we got started. I think, yeah, actually. And because they even said when they were talking about this, that, you know, our math says that we'll be doing this for the next, you know, 500 moon cycles or something like that. So yeah, this is going to be a long term project on their part. Yeah, yeah. So I'm curious if they're going to have like, audience participation and call ins and email questions and all that kind of stuff. So who knows, maybe we'll just sort of shoot them a question at one point And we won't plug our own podcast in the question, though, that'd probably be bad. <laughs> It would probably be. Although, wouldn't that be great if they were to recap our recap of their recap of the Night Vale episode? Ah, uh, oh, my brain just exploded. But <laughs> So we jump into the episode, and the first thing they do is they recap a little bit of the previous episode. And then we hear from who I'm calling Other Dana. I'm calling them Other Dana and Our Dana. But Other Dana is saying this is not a story of a good Dana and a bad Dana. Except though, that other Dana is still in our Dana's house with our Dana's mother and brother. And other Dana has cut off three fingers of our Dana's mother and is getting ready to cut off some more and then murder Dana's brother because she is going to hold our Dana accountable for the murder of the other other Dana. This is really getting confusing. There's just so many Danas. Yeah. And you know what? I was with her for just a second when she was saying this isn't a story of a good Dana or a bad Dana. There's just the Dana that you've spent more time with who did kill her double and me. And I was like, oh, that's a good point. And then she says, and I've removed three of her mother's fingers. I'm like, no, you lost me. Yeah, I'm sorry. If we were supposed to be sympathetic, no. But... So we also hear from our Dana and she's headed to her house to confront other Dana. And as we hear throughout the whole episode, Dana has been punishing herself for the murder of her double this entire time. And it is really the reason why she accepted the position as mayor and has been doing everything she can to try to help the town. Because she's trying to make up for that, for having murdered her double or the fact that she's the double and maybe she murdered this uh, Universe's Dana. Oh my god, more Dana's. Yeah, it's confusing. Meanwhile, that all of this is going on, and this is actually Cecil kind of telling us about events that happened two weeks ago. He's basically recapping what happened. We've got a theme <laughs> going on here. So he's saying that the blood space viewing party is going swimmingly, literally. There is so much blood everywhere. And I just, oh my God, fan artists, I'm going to be searching to find if somebody will do images from this episode, because with all that blood, that's going to be some amazing imagery right there. I mean, Cecil talks about the fact that living in a desert hasn't really, you know, prepared him for swimming, even though they've decided to have an impromptu... (laughs) pool party with the fact that everything's <laughs> flooding with blood, but he's like, he says all of his radio equipment fortunately floats. So he's sitting on top of his radio desk at the party. I'm like, oh my God, fan artists, go, go, go. Do you have, I have this really solid image in my head of him sitting at his desk with all of his equipment floating in the pool, but he's like slightly tilted over to the right, but looking very serious as he's talking. Exactly. I can, I can see yes. all of this. I can see yeah. that. <laughs> and other people with like pool floaties or something. Yeah. Yes, oh God, yeah, we I need to see this. So he also mentions that, you know, Dana had done that transfer of power to the mayor's office, but he's saying from two weeks into the future, I guess, that there isn't anybody to wield this power. And so we're not really sure what happened at this point because Dana isn't there to wield it. So but he doesn't explain what that means. But we go back to other Dana and It's just more like back and forth of other Dana saying, you know, she thinks she's had hardships, but she hasn't lived in my world and I'm holding her responsible for what she did. And then our Dana will come back and return with some kind of, you know, I have been haunted by killing my double this entire time. I've never gotten over it. And I love this uh, quote, we face ourselves in a lake of red. Like, oh, another another great fan art image. So with all that buildup, The other Dana finally attacks, and there is going to be an actual fight. Like, you know, our Dana doesn't submit to anything. She kind of stands there resolute, and other Dana is like, good, I was hoping for a fight, and she attacks. And Cecil says, well, them some more about this event, but first I really need to check on the weather. Right. So we go into Mariposas by Eva Las Vegas, and it's all in Spanish, and I don't know what any of it means. I tried to look up the lyrics, but they haven't appeared online yet. I do know that mariposas means butterfly. Yeah. And um, Eva Las Vegas, that's with two S's at the end, uh, she is a Venezuelan-born street performer, and that was really what it sounded like. Because it was just her with guitar, I think. Uh, yeah, it sounds like it. The very quick strumming guitar singing by herself and very, very passionate. You know. It was fun to listen to. Yeah, it was. So we come back and the fight is going on. A little bit of it happened before the weather, but this, you know, it continues. But other Dana was not prepared for our Dana to actually be able to defend herself. She had assumed that everybody in this world was soft because she comes from a really hard world. But they actually, they seem to be pretty evenly matched. And at one point, our Dana gets cut in the hand, but she has no idea how bad she's been stabbed because there's blood everywhere already. They are waist deep in blood at this point. And Dana, our Dana, finally finds this savagery that she says, has been waiting to be brought to life this entire time. And she just tears into other Dana and manages to stab her in the shoulder and finally beats her, just knocks her down, knocks her under the blood at least a couple of times, to finally where Other Dana submits and waits for Our Dana to kill her. And Our Dana, of course, because I think we know Our Dana pretty well by this point, of course she doesn't kill her. I mean, in my mind, that was never going to happen. And I was actually a little surprised that Our Dana was able to defend herself so well against Other Dana, because Other Dana is pretty mean. But Our Dana... Basically throws the knife away, sinks down to her knees, which puts her neck deep in blood, and just looks at other Dana. And she says, I've been, I'm submitting to you, to the judgment. This is something that I have been judging myself on since I killed the other Dana. And she's just, she's waiting, she's just going to accept what this other Dana does, because... She can't kill the other Dana, and she can't argue with the fact that, yes, she is responsible for murdering another Dana. And other Dana, I like how she said it would be an easy three movements to her death, but she doesn't do it. It's She realizes, very literally, she can't punish our Dana any more than our Dana has already punished herself. And she says, I return to my brutal, familiar world. And just sort of disappears off into the blood rain. And our Dana goes to Raiden Canyon. And if you remember, the voices at Raiden Canyon were the ones that gave her the position as mayor in the first place. And Dana goes back and says, I quit. She can't be mayor anymore because she doesn't have the judgment. She says she makes mistakes. And I think she's being a little hard on herself, but she's she's not going to do it. And the voices in Raiden Canyon don't accept this. Nope. They said, you are not allowed to quit. And she says, you have to choose someone else. And they say, we will not choose anyone else. And she says, then I guess Nightvale just won't have a mayor. And that's it. Yep. She goes home and she seems to be at peace uh, according to when you know cecil says later on he says she actually seems to be at peace for the first time in years so Dana's yeah. just going to have a normal life as a citizen of nightvale and there's no mayor <laughs> and the secret police and the vague menacing government agency agents are all running around trying to find someone to give them orders City Council is raging, but nobody knows if they actually have the authority to give orders anymore, so... Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, of course, Nightville's having to spend the last two weeks cleaning up blood, and it's going to take several weeks more, and everything's still going to be a little red-tinged by the end of it. Boy, glad this only happens every, you know, couple of hundred years or so. Yeah, so with the whole political situation in town, Cecil's like, it is a mess out there. Literally, it's really messy. There's still a lot of blood around, but... (laughs) You know, and I guess Dana, this whole time that she's been a mayor, she said something at one point that's the whole reason why she's tried so hard to do good and do well for Nightvale is because of all this guilt that she's been carrying around with her since she killed her double, which did happen long before she became mayor. And I guess now that she's at peace, who knows? Maybe she wouldn't have that drive to do as much anymore, so maybe it does. But yeah, she pretty much, because she put all of the power in the mayor's office and then left the office and Radon Canyon won't pick another mayor, that power still resides in the mayor's office. So, yeah, that's a thing. Not what I was expecting. I thought for sure somebody else who was uniquely unqualified was going to end up taking over. But if you don't have the backing of the voices in Raiden Canyon, I guess you can't be mayor. No. So, well, that's going to have some repercussions there. But that was the end of the episode. Yeah, pretty interesting stuff. I only curious to see where they take the dana character from now on yeah after the episode we did have one ad and that is for their i only Listen to the mountain goats podcast have you listened to that one not a one sorry no nope, me neither and i also haven't listened to that sleep with me one either you know it's really funny when they were announcing the good morning nightvale recap at the beginning they were doing it all in the form of a trailer with like you know, overblown special effects and all that kind of stuff. And I almost felt like it was like a response to the fact that we're like, you guys need to make some better commercials for your podcast. And they did. They really did. If you guys don't listen to anything else, listen to that trailer, because it's all of the different voices from Night vale with all that reverb going, other vaguely threatening sound effects, explosion. <laughs> it was really well done. I liked it. So really much going on in the Nerdosphere right now. I guess everyone's gearing up for Comic-Con season and I still haven't seen Avengers Infinity War yet. I'm (gasps) sorry. I'm planning to do it maybe by the time this episode airs, I will have watched it the day before. Yeah, I'm... I have watched Infinity War, but I haven't seen Solo, and I haven't seen Deadpool, so I'm not going to be judgy about the Infinity War thing, because I haven't seen anything else. (laughs) Only other thing uh, that's been going on this week is that it is the two-year anniversary of the Transformers Earth Wars game. Ooh! uh, So they had the usual event, you know, whatever, and I got a a four-star bot out of it, so that was pretty cool, but... Yeah, I might they had a uh, something they shared on their Facebook page that was breaking down all of, you know, how much alloy has been won by all players, you know, over the last 2 years and it's this staggeringly huge amount and how much energon and how many crystals, you know, a ridiculous number of crystals being activated in the space bridge, which I'm sure only 99% of them were duplicates. Just kidding. Except not really. <laughs> That's understandable. One question I wanted to ask you, have you watched that Netflix show, the documentary about the toys that made us? Have you heard about that one? I don't think so. Yeah, it's all about... And I remember Leland was talking about it, and he really likes the episodes that he's seen, but it's all about, like gi joe and transformers and the star wars toys and all of these like toys that were so iconic to our childhood and i haven't watched any of them yet but and when i was on netflix watching something the other day one of those little trailers for it came up and i'm just sort of watching it and i look over i'm like oh my god i know that guy and it's john warden from hasbro who we got to interview when we oh, were at awesome. Con. so <laughs> it was really cool i was like that's a face i recognize that's cool but so i'll have to watch it and see because obviously he's going to be talking about transformers but well again, actually, he's part of Hasbro. Hasbro sure was responsible for a lot of the toys that we loved growing up, so. Holy cow, yes, indeed they were. Yeah, there hasn't been a lot going on in the Nerdosphere this week, especially since I haven't been watching the movies I was supposed to watch, but I am doing a review of the DC, what is it, the Dark Knights Metal series of last year. It was their big sort of book-spanning event that they did over at DC. And it's fine, you know. uh, Greg Capullo does the art, and I really like his art. But in the end, it's an awful lot of exposition, you know, a lot of words, (laughs) bunches and bunches of words. And also, it's kind of one of those things where something happens and someone explains why it's happening and i'm just like you just made that up i mean i know it's a comic book i know they just make it up but it's always these very handy techno babbly explanations for why something's happening and about the sixth or seventh time it happens i'm like "Uh, because of course that's why it works but anyway i should have that up on the site Probably as of day that this episode comes out, it probably went up yesterday, but we'll see. I'd love to hear from other people who read it. The Road to Metal, I already recapped that graphic novel a couple weeks ago, and Pretty much not everybody was really enthused about that one. It was another really wordy book. So now I'm really curious what people thought of the actual Dark Knight saga, because I was led to believe that it was a pretty amazing thing that DC did. And then I read it, and I'm like, I don't know, was it overhyped? Maybe just maybe because I'm not really a DC person, I wasn't really all that enthused. But eh, I'd like to hear from other people if you've got an opinion on that one. Well, I've been trying to catch up with the saga comic books, and I think Ah. I'm only three behind now. So, and yes, indeed, there are things happening. Yeah, I'm just waiting. I mean, he already breaks our hearts in little mini pieces every once in a while, but if he holds true to the Why the Last Man series, before this series ends, he's going to do something awful, and I'm not sure we'll be able to forgive him, because, man, holy cow. Well, in lighter news, I read your review about the Skyward comic book. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that sounds great. I mean, I love that whole concept of the idea of the planet with no gravity, and everybody having to deal with that. And then you add into the fact that the guy who did a lot of the art in the Lucifer series is back for this and I think the guy who's writing it is actually one of the guys behind the Lucifer TV show but we won't hold that against him <laughs> oh yeah that's right that was something we found out so I knew that they were doing uh, what is it wayward sisters I suppose the spin-off of supernatural they were pitching it anyway yeah and I I guess some episodes probably got filmed I don't know I, I was led to believe that some episodes were filmed and had Aired, but in the end, they didn't get enough enthusiasm or something. I don't know how Hollywood works, but it's not going to happen. Instead, they're doing a spin off of Vampire Diaries and Originals. And I'm like, I don't know that I need that. Yeah, again? <laughs> yeah. I'm watching the originals right now because it finally came back and it's not usually a good sign when it's kind of like a mid-season season season premiere like it didn't start until april i think and it's fine you know it's not bad but it's also i'm sort of losing enthusiasm for it and i can feel like it's going to be the last few episodes we get of it sort of but they are also introducing a lot of young characters and these young characters are going to be part of the spinoff and i'm like I'm not enthusiastic about them right now. I don't think I'm going to be enthusiastic about a whole show about them. Uh, I just, I'm not sure, because I understand when a show does really well, like, you know, Law and & Order, and it gets all the spinoffs. I'm not necessarily keen on, like, deliberately farming the original series in order to create characters for the spinoff. That doesn't feel very organic. No, and I think a lot of shows keep trying to do that. And it does, I, I think any spinoff show has a tough time. There's been, like shining examples of spinoff shows that did better than the original. I mean, Frasier, for crying out loud. But it's, I think most of the time the spinoffs just feel like a spinoff. I don't know. Comment on this episode if you can think of many, many examples of when a spinoff did well. I can only think of a handful, but that's fine. But I guess it's going to wrap us up for the week, so make sure to check out pixelatedgeek.com for all the book reviews, the movie reviews, the comic book reviews, the photo galleries, the PR stuff coming in from Comic-Con. We're going to start doing that. Ooh, did you see the poster? for the new How to Train Your Dragon movie? I did. Oh my God, that looks adorable. Doesn't it? It looks great. Check that out if you want to see some images of the poster and a official write-up from DreamWorks. I'm looking forward to this one. I just wish it wasn't waiting until next year. Yeah, 2019 release. But, you know, take your time, DreamWorks. That would also explain why DreamWorks didn't have a presence at WonderCon. Maybe they're waiting until next WonderCon to do some information on it. That would be nice. Yeah, so look out for all of that. Pick I assume next week we'll probably have an Alice Isn't Dead episode to recap. Maybe Catherine will have seen Infinity War. Maybe I'll have seen Solo. You never could tell. This could happen. But one way or the other, we will talk to everybody in one week. Talk to y'all later.